I'm Annie. And I'm Susan. And this is Two, Two Friends, One, One Chat. Chat. Almost messed that up. Just <laughs> FYI. I was going to say Annie and Susan get clinical, which is what we say after Two Friends, One Chat. And today, we're getting legit clinical, <gasps> legit you know, here's a fun fun thing I'm going to throw out there. <laughs> when people say you're a social worker, they imagine you like being this hero and spending all this face time with people. Turns out, yeah, there is a ton of paperwork involved. And today we're going to do the most social worky thing we could do. <gasps> Advanced directive. No! Yeah. Annie's so excited. Oh, man. No, not excited? I am actually pumped. Okay. It's just, I know we've talked about this a little bit, and listeners, you may not know this as much. Um, death is a really hard thing for me. Yes. Um, and I, uh, and you'll find out because Susan's <laughs> going to tell us, advanced directives are all about that time. So, yes. My mind really hates to think about that, and... Because of Susan's amazing input in my life, I know it's necessary. Right. Yeah. This, an advanced directive is a legal document that is used for two, sort of two different things. Most importantly, it's to choose a healthcare representative. Okay. A healthcare representative is someone that will make decisions about your medical care if you are not able to. Yeah. So remember, all of this is if something happens and you can't make decisions. If you can make decisions, you trump everything every time. Okay. It's good to know. Okay. That's number one. The other part of the advanced directive is some questions regarding what sort of medical care you would want mm. if you weren't able to make those decisions. Okay. That's a little less important than the healthcare okay. representative, but and we can dive deeper into that. But this, in my opinion, and most medical social work opinions... This is a document everyone 18 and over should have. This should not be a big, scary deal. Okay. Which it is to most people because it's talking about a scary thing to most people. But if we can kind of get rid of the stigma of advanced directives and just know that it's a thing. Yeah. It's just a document you fill out. Okay. I, when I was 19, I sat my entire family down mm-hmm. around my dining room table and we all filled out advanced directives. Yeah. Wow. So that's how easy it should be. It should just be something everyone does. It's interesting because, like, I never learned about advanced directives in, like, high school or college or no. anything like that. And it seems like something that would be a really good opportunity to talk to someone about death and dying. Yes. Instead of, like, how, you know... Kind of this covering it up or just right. holding on because I don't want it to happen to me kind of mentality. Right. Um, you know, it's why they say like having pets with kids are a really positive thing. Because yes. you learn the cycle of of death and dying and grief and processing and, yes. and how positive that can be. Yeah. Um, Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. That being said, I feel like when it comes to advanced directives, I have like the emotional capacity of a junior hire. Oh, good. Yeah, it's going to be super great. I just want our listeners to know that I told Susan, I'm going to use a really inappropriate term here, but okay. I mean, it's okay. I just want you to, know us well enough by now. Yeah. It's fine. But I, I wanted to go into this raw dog. I just want to <laughs> just, just do it. She just hasn't even it. looked. I'm still holding the paper. Mm-hmm. She hasn't even looked. Mm-hmm. It's not that scary. Now, we are based in Oregon, so we're going to go over the Oregon Advanced Directive. Okay. Do know if you are in a different state, each state has their own advanced directive. In fact, each 
healthcare system you go into might okay. have a different version. You only need one version within your state, so don't worry too much. First question. Yes. How do how do our listeners find? Do they should we Google it? Like, yeah. how do we find it? I mean, if you have a if you have a doctor you're already working with, they're gonna have them there. Oh, okay. They're, they're literally everywhere. You just don't know. Okay, and they're usually through the Department of Health within the state, correct? You yes, you okay. could go that way if you don't want to talk to your doctor, or you don't yeah. want to look theirs up. Yeah, you like can just. Form. I think I went to Oregon.gov for ours. Um, and then once I finish this form, are there extra steps I have to take? Yes. Tell me. Tell so me this this so form good. is good to just have and to keep a copy. Of, but you should also give it to whatever healthcare system you are working with. Okay. Because they're the ones that would want this information if something happened to you. And this is, I I like to think of these as similar to like insurance. When you buy a car, you yeah. get insurance, right? Okay, yeah. D- do we ever use it? No, we just pay them. Every- so you don't even have to pay for this. Let's yeah. start there. Ooh, one up, it's one free. up. Love it, right? love it. But it's insurance is not something we use on a regular basis. Yeah. But when that horrible, awful accident happens, yeah, we know we've got some coverage. Okay. Actually, that kind of makes sense, if right? That helps. Yeah. And this is not telling your doctors to like put you to sleep or not put you to sleep, right? Okay. That's not it. Let's. Talk Sorry, through. did I jump no, too no, far? No, too no, hard. No, no, no. Let's talk about how my anxiety brain processes this. Ooh, yes, please. I love anxiety brain. Mm-hmm. I and don't, is, but I love talking about it for you guys. Yeah, I, I, I'd interpret it. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, my anxiety brain says this: by doing this, I'm somehow ushering in Ooh. my own death. Ooh. Really? Now, let me be clear with all of our listeners. Logic Brain Annie knows 100%. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Nothing about that's true, but there's a part of me that thinks if you talk about it, if you give it space, if you prepare for it, um, death will find you. <gasps> Which wow. I think is probably goes back to like kind of in core wounds. I still need to do that episode for myself. I grew up very religious, so there's this, like, consequence and lots of pieces like that. So I think it really goes back to that. Yes. Um, And that is what anxiety brain Annie thinks, and I think that's why I'm so afraid of it. I I need the listeners to know I am so grateful for the life I have. I would Mm. like to have it forever. Yes. So it's hard to talk about death for me, and I know that it is part of being an adult and making it easier on air, and if something terrible happens, heaven forbid. Ding, ding, ding. And that really is, I think, the biggest part is I want everyone to know that 95% of you that fill yeah. these out and turn them in will never actually use them. It will not be yeah. something that comes up. These are for these, like, one-off cases, and what you're really doing is you are saving your family yeah. just the horrible decision making that comes with these kind of again one-off random situations that happen yeah so why this is a big it's a big deal and your anxiety is valid yeah this is not something that is probably ever gonna happen but if it did this is gonna save the people that love you so much heartache knowing that they're doing what you want yeah oh that's so good okay all right it's a gift. I'm ready. I'm ready. <gasps> booyah. Booyah. Okay, so again, remember, we are going over the Oregon Advanced Directive. Most 
states are going to ask very similar things. Okay. So if if you're listening on a podcast right now and you're home, I say pause, go print it off, walk through it with us. <gasps> Ooh, that'd be if so fun. If you want to. That'd be awesome. Know that this should, in a perfect world, be done with your loved ones yeah. around, yeah. especially whoever you want your healthcare representative to be. Um, but you could go through it with us in pencil and just, you know, make notes or whatever. Yeah. So, love it. Love it. So okay. Annie has our advanced directive. That The first page is instructions. I'm here. You don't okay. need them. Yeah. Okay. The first part, obviously, is your information, right? Who are you? We want to know who you are, where you okay. live, all of those fun sorts of okay. facts that Annie is, is filling out right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just kind of skip ahead because I know how to fill you all know of how to fill. So next, this is the big part, guys. Healthcare representative. This is saying, who do I want oh. to make decisions for me if I can't? Now, there is a process. Uh, legally, if you don't have an advanced directive, there's family members are ranked in a certain way oh, wow. that they would just automatically go to. Okay. But I think it is so, and this is a big one. This is a big one. Your healthcare representative is not the person you love the most. Okay. It's the person that you think will follow what you want and be able to make those hard decisions. Okay. My mom. I love my mom. She loves me the most. Would she be able to do the things that I've picked? I don't know. That's why I'm debating on changing my healthcare rep. Okay. So please know that it's not who loves you the most and who you love the most. This is not the form for that. Yeah. So that's something to think about. Who do you really want your healthcare representative to be? It's funny that you say that because at first I was like, oh, Aaron. But then I was like, man, do I want to burden him with that? Like, I mean, I mean, I think, and this is so interesting because like even the thought, like I'm tearing up. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like... And know that legally it would be him because you're married. So yeah. legally it's going to be him if you don't ever fill this out. Yeah. It's automatically going to go to him. After that, it'd be your parents and then siblings. Honestly, I think I need to talk to Aaron because I'm like... <laughs> this is a lot. And yeah. we don't have to fill this out. We can just walk through four people. Yeah. And you can... I'm... You guys, it listeners. Out. It's a lot. I'm legitimately crying right now. This is a big... <laughs> Deal. You <laughs> can cry. I know. Oh, I'm not ashamed of it. It's just, uh, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I love that. And I think you brought up really valid points because I think, okay, my first thought is, of course it'd be Aaron. Yeah. Then my follow-up thought is like, well, it actually probably should be my brother because, but then I'm like, oh my gosh, he'll be, you know, like that'll be really hard on him too. So yeah. I'll need to do a little thinking about that because I think also Aaron has always said, uh, I like having a job. Yes. So it might actually be super helpful for him. Yeah. And remember the other point of this document is that you're going to tell this person what to do. So you're not just putting them in charge and not telling them what to do. Yeah. In the perfect case scenario... You're going through this document and you're marking all those things off with them so they know what you want. Yeah. You technically don't have to do that. You could just assign a healthcare representative and never go through the choices, but that would be quite the burden on that person to give them that responsibility but not actually tell them what you wanted. Yeah, that's too hard. We don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. We got to dive in. We got to dive in. This is great conversation. 
We're going to page two. Okay, we're just gonna and I'm we're crying gonna move a on. lot. We're gonna move on. <laughs> oh, so okay. you can also pick alternate healthcare representatives. Okay. Okay. So that's saying, hey, here's some other people. If my first choice isn't available, these are the other people that that we would go to. I love it. I've got a first alternate here and a second alternate. Yeah. Which is great. That really gives me like I'll probably put Aaron number one, my brother number two. Uh, I don't know who I'll do. That okay. Way. And no. This is, a, I think, a good thing about this document. You don't have to fill all these boxes out. Yeah. You could just pick the one and be done with it. Okay. And that, so fill out as much as you want to. You don't have to fill all that out. Okay. But, yes, so you could pick some alternates in case your the your first choice isn't available. Then they would go to these other people to, to make those. And, again, this is all if you can't make your own decisions. Got it. Most of the time, you can't. Yeah. So you're not having to do this, but alternate healthcare representatives done. Check. Ooh, <laughs> you got this. Now we're on terminal. Here's condition. the here's the... <laughs> Jesus. So Christ. here's here's Susan. the fun part. <laughs> you, I say fun part. You guys, this is terrible. so. I'm sorry. Number one. I'm so glad you exist. I mean, we we both know. I've always loved death and dying. Like, that's my jam. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my passion. I love this. Yeah. I also do this every day with people facing these sorts of choices, which makes this document even harder, I think, yeah. for them. Because they're, they're, like... This is real. This is real. This I is really not, do I might have, be the 5%. Yes. This is right. me. Yeah. Exactly. So it's better to do it sooner when you're not in crisis brain and you've yeah. got time to process and think. So what our Oregon Advanced Directive does is it breaks up, it asks you very similar questions about things like feeding tubes and being resuscitated and those sorts of things, but in different scenarios. Okay. So that's why this thing is so long. Got it. Because it's like, okay, if I'm terminally ill, what do I want? If I'm not conscious, what do I want? If, so there's... Different choices. Please know. Because we're on terminal condition. We're on terminal condition. That's Everybody. the first page. Hey. <laughs> she's showing you. You can't see, but she showed you. Oh, God. Know that you could just pick a healthcare representative and not fill any of these boxes oh, that's out. that's good. Yeah. And in some cases, with the families I work with, that's what's best. Oh, yeah. We just need to pick a healthcare representative because they're not really able to make their own choices. Okay. This is different for you. Okay. So the first one is terminal conditions. And... These are usually check boxes or um, initialing is usually how they do that. You okay. initial the section you want. So they go from things like, I want it all. I want you to try everything all the time. Give it to me. I want, I want a peg tube. I want to be intubated. I want all of that. Clear down to, I want my healthcare rep to decide. I want my healthcare rep oh, and my wow. doctors to choose for me. Oh, wow. And there's varying oh, levels. Only... Okay, I love this. And it just, it's really good instructions. It says initial one option. You pick one of those, and there's four, I think. Yeah, it says, can I read, can I, I'm sure. Sure. I want to try all available treatments to sustain my life. I'm really reading the first blurb. I want to try to sustain my life with artificial feeding and hydration, with feeding tubes and IV fluids. I do not want treatments to sustain my life. I want my healthcare representative to decide. Okay. Um, shoot. There you go. That's a lot. So remember, you have a terminal condition. So this is just, let's say, gosh darn, here we go. Uh, you got ALS. Which one do you think you would want? Oh, but ALS wouldn't be like, um, 
That's not like a car accident. So we're not right. in a car. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. This is a, right. This is a terminal condition. That cannot be cured right. or reversed. The other thing to remember is if you really get into this, you can write a whole 10 page essay about what you do and don't want and oh, attach it. That's beautiful. You can put as much as you want attached to yeah. this. Because remember, this is a legal document. The most important part is that it's assigning a healthcare representative. Okay. The doctors don't technically care what choices you're choosing. They're going to ask your healthcare representative what they want to do because they're the decision maker now. They're the person that's going to sue if something goes wrong, right? Okay. So these choices that you make within your document are more about the conversation you have with your healthcare representative rather than the doctor being like, what did they choose? Yeah. All they're going to all they're really probably going to do is go is who's their healthcare rep. Yeah. And have them sign off on it. Yeah, exactly. So that's, <laughs> that's important to know that this paper is more about a conversation than just checking a bunch of boxes you want to be having conversations oh okay. you changed yeah yeah Change your mind i just realized okay. uh, it cannot be cured or reversed i'm okay to take me off breathing and kidney dialysis like i'm okay with that i wouldn't mind trying to sustain my life to see okay. how that goes but i'm i'm done at that point got it yeah got but it. this next one Ooh. i will probably pick the top one because it says so you have an advanced progressive illness but your healthcare believes uh, it will likely not improve, right. but it will probably get worse and may result in death. So, you know, my healthcare providers believe that I will never be able to communicate, swallow food and water safely, care for myself, recognize my family and other people. Oh my so God, we went from this, terminal this to is... advanced progressive illness. Now we're in section B, so it's a different choice. Same, similar set of boxes, though those... There might be a little bit of different wording, but you're still looking at those same sort of choices within yeah. those boxes to I'm sign. Not, I'm not actually changing. I'm doing the exact same okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is intense. Okay. The next one. This is a good one. Permanently. Permanently unconscious. So I'm not conscious. And if my healthcare providers believes it's very unlikely that I will ever become conscious again. Right. That's a hard one for me. What did you put on yours? Oh, I don't want nothing. What? <laughs> Do not make me your health representative. I never would. I never I'm would. I'm like, give this bitch the works. We I are keeping her alive till the end. I'm going to come and podcast with her. I don't even care. That's that's what... Yeah, that's I, I I live a very different life, and I think because I'm in the medical field so much, and I see... Okay. I see so much of what can go wrong... Yeah. And how people can be kept alive, and we don't really know if that's what they want or not. And I so much do not want to be a burden on anyone, because there's yeah. that piece, if you really dig into it, right? Yeah, you want to stay alive, but what is that doing to yeah. your your family? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's big, and it's complicated, and I think part of it, I mean, I'll get really honest with everyone. Yeah. Um, I think with loss within my family, I'm so much less afraid of dying. I'm yeah. like, I'm okay. If it's, I don't want to do all that other stuff. If it's my time, it's my time. Wow. Let's do, let's, let's go. Move on to whatever that next chapter is. Okay. So I'm very different. I don't want, I think my mom at this point said that she would give me a week on machines. Aww. Which I don't even know that I'd want that, but I'll let her have a week. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> what if you give her one week and then me also a week? And then you just but everyone then her gets a another week. week. <laughs> okay. But remember, this is when you can't make your own choices. Well, and I think too, like the more I think about this, because I need the listeners to know, I spend no time thinking about this because zero. Yeah, it is one really emotional, and my work is emotional, and yes. life is emotional. So a lot of times I'm gonna not <laughs> spend my Monday nights contemplating right. my own death, Sorry. which is totally fair. <laughs> and if you're in that space, I just support you a thousand percent. And I get why this is valuable. So but I, imagine if this was just a document you filled out when you were 18. Yeah. Like, it was just a thing that wasn't this big, scary thing. It was mm-hmm. just a... You know how you have to fill out the questions about how much alcohol you drink once a year? Yeah. Just fill out your advance directive once a year. Every year, you get your checkup, you make sure those are still your choices, and you move on with your life. Yeah, that's what I think we need to do because, um, and I think I'm going to spend some time thinking about this. Of course. And then what if you just made it like, uh, and maybe we'll do this on the podcast, a yearly advanced directive check-in, and you and I just like talk about where we're at with our advanced directives yeah. and move on and make it more of a conversation. But right now, I need I need our listeners to know this isn't easy for me. Like, no! I am, I I am know. feeling a lot of the feels. I'm also so ridiculously proud of oh, you. Oh, you are? Years. I've been asking you for years to do this. And you've told me no, and then you've told me yes, and then you've told me no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you've told me yes. Mm-hmm. And you're actually doing, you let me bring an advanced directive in your house. I'm doing I'm This doing is it. huge. This is me becoming I'm, an adult. So, on. I mean, I don't want to throw this out there, but even if you didn't actually fill this out and yeah. turn it in, like, I'd still be proud that you're even, like thinking about this. This is like beyond the pre-contemplative this stage. Is, that's I'm what I'm saying. You, in contemplative. You dived. You dived in. And I am so proud of you. I'll just air high five myself. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. So I got it. So proud. Okay. And, oh, sorry. So we were on permanently unconscious. Mm-hmm. So what again. A, what a fun s- thing to jump back to. Same <laughs> sort of boxes <laughs> with options. But again, this is not... Hey, you, you're unconscious, but the doctors think in a week yeah. you're going to wake up. Yeah. Right? They're like, this is not looking good. Then, then what are your choices? How much do you want done? And for how long do you want that done? That's what I was just going to say. Because I think I would, I want number one. Okay. For like. Then you four, write it in. Four weeks. Then that's exactly right. Then you write it in. And then after that. Annie's legit writing it in right now. Yeah, it's I really am. cool. It's really cool. And I'm gonna put pull that plug. Yeah. Uh, you know what? What? I'm adding bitches. Okay. Because this is your advanced directive. Yeah, and you know what? If I was the nurse and I saw this, I'd be like, "This was a cool lady." Yeah. You know what? This is a cool lady. I probably could have partied with her. Yeah. Well, she about to die, so she was a cool lady. No, she's still a cool lady. Oh, can you put in there, put uh, alcohol in yes. my last IV? Yes! I want to be unconscious drunk while I die. I don't know if they actually could, but you could write that in and if it's possible. I'm going to hashtag consider that. Okay. Because you know what? Make it as awesome as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of getting I into kinda this. I kind of actually like the idea of... Like, yes. get get me real drunk, then pull that plug. Because if I'm in there anywhere, I want to be drunk for when you pull that. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. I want to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in yeah. it. Okay, okay. Whew. Oh, and just for fun, just because we're here. Permanent sure. unconscious is very different than brain dead. 
just so people That's know actually that. very important to know. Tell me more. The, if you are medically diagnosed as brain dead, you are considered dead. There's not choices to be made anymore yeah. at that point. Now, families can get mean and doctors will keep you alive because they don't want to get sued, but the reality is when that's that's a different level than just being un, uh, permanently unconscious is like we don't think they're ever going to wake up again, but there's technically brain activity Got going it. on. Yeah, yeah. So just an FYI, those are two totally different things. That's an excellent um I didn't know that difference and honestly if I'm brain dead, I'm done. And you would be, yeah. unless your family put up a fight. Cause I, and yeah. again, we're going to get real. That That is what happened to my sister, right? Yeah. So And she was just pronounced brain dead. We There was no choices to be made, except yeah. that she was an organ donor. So they kept her on the machines till they did that piece. Yeah. But I don't know that people recognize that those are different levels. So a uh, little tidbit for you, a little fun party fact. On the subject of death and dying, I'm not sure you can just kind of sprinkle out, that's what happened to my sister. (laughs) We've never talked about that on the podcast. Oh, have we not? No. Oh. So, if you'll, and I know we'll get into this more in in another episode, but. Oh, sure. I think a little. Just real quick? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I think I've always been definitely like social worky and death and dying has been my jam, but my sister had a brain aneurysm that hemorrhaged. She was, I mean, we won't, we'll go through the whole story a whole other yes, time. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, went up to HSU, was pronounced brain dead. Yeah. So there was no choice for us to make. And also because she had chose to be an organ donor on her card. Again, she yeah. was an adult, so there was no decision for my family to yeah. make at that point. If that was not on her card, I think we would have been approached with that. Okay. Um, so... That's that's just why I bring that up, because there was no choice for us to make. I think left to my mom's own devices, she may have not yeah. let anything happen, which is why I'm reconsidering. Um, yeah. No fault to her. No, God no, bless no, no, her, no. It's, right? it's all strength-based. Yeah. It comes from love. Yes. It just executes poorly. So that, that was kind of where all this started. And even at that point, I recognized, but no one in the healthcare field recognized that I had... Like, I'm the one that had to tell my parents, like, that, because she's an organ donor, that means there's no, like, turning off of machines. There's no, like, yeah. bedside sitting. Because she has to go to surgery. Tech, I wouldn't even say alive, but the machines are keeping yeah. stuff Oxygen going. Flowing. Yeah. So I had to explain that to my parents, which was pretty hard. But I did it. Can you tell the listeners how old you were? That gives a lot of, um... I was in my 20s. Like, barely. Weren't you like 21? No, because she was 23, so I'd have been 25. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Because she was only 23. Um, Which, I felt like I was old then. 25 sounds so young right now. I know, Sounds like a little baby. I mean, your brain's not even fully formed to that then, then, you know? Anyway, we'll dive way deeper into that, because there's lots of other stuff that goes with that story and family dynamics. But anyway, that's kind of how... I think my social work medical journey started technically, and yeah. that's why I know that information about being brain dead. It's super helpful, though, because, like, that is one of those things where, and I will always go back to this, the goal of this podcast is to spread that knowledge. Yes. how else on earth would you know that? And how helpful is that when you're filling out your advanced directive? And here's the thing. Here's why yeah. this... My sister had not filled one out. When I was 19, and I think it was, at that time, only my parents still around... 
um, to fill those out. I don't think my sister was actually there at the time. So I don't think she had one. Oh, wow. Which, thinking back, like, makes me nervous. If we had had choices to make, I I think I would know what she wanted. But people yeah. surprise me all the time with their choices. Wow. Which is why I think these documents are even more important. Yeah. Because I'm always like, you would really choose that? Like, it yeah. blows me away yeah. every time. Wow. So, it's so important to fill these out, again, just for these random... I, They'll never get used. I, I don't want people thinking they're going to fill these out and they're going to get used every week. It's, you probably will never use it, but yeah. in that one case where it happens and your family already knows your decisions and what you would want, I can't tell you how how you can see the relief in the mm. families that have done this okay. and they just know we've already done this hard work and had this hard conversation so i'm not worried about it anymore i know what my mom wants yeah we're in the, the other family situations that i spend time in nobody knows and they will legitimately say to me we never talked about this i have mm. no idea what they would want yeah and now we're stuck trying to figure out yeah. someone's wishes that we can't get any answers from Sorry, Annie's crying again. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've seen so many families in crisis, and it's oh, so hard for them. Yes, so yes. I know it's important. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to. Ma- I mean, I knew you would probably cry. I'm sorry. I'm not crying. This is, this is my daily life. So. <laughs> no, it's so good. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's Ooh. a lot. It's it's a lot. I'm sorry. Ooh. Do you need a break? We might have to take a commercial okay. break. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Okay. No, 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 no. No? Oh, Empower she's going to rally. Yeah. She's going to rally. We got deeper than I meant. Sorry. It's Sorry. beautiful, though, because here's the thing is I want to pass on to my relative. Well, I don't even know if I could talk through it. I want to pass on to my relatives a solid plan. Yes. I want them to feel supported and happy. Yes. Which means I have to think about my death. Yes. Which I don't want to do. <laughs> Okay. Yes. And here's the thing, right? You do this really hard work for one night with your whole family and you all turn it in and you're done. It's not something you ever have to talk about again if you don't want to. See, and that's the beautiful thing. It's like you do the work ahead of time. Yeah. You make it a thousand times easier for the people you love. Yeah. And you just use coping skills afterwards. Yes. Yes, I love that. Like, And then this, this goes away. It gets filed and you put it in a file and it goes to your doctor and you never think about it again. And you prepped. You did it. And you're done. And okay. you will probably never think about it and never use it. But if in 30 years this random horrible thing happens to someone you know and you're like, God damn, we did the work. Yeah. Pull it out. And now you can speak for them and know that you're doing right by them. Yes. I can't. I cannot tell you. I'm going to make Annie cry again. Oh, no. I cannot tell you. <laughs> Again? If you haven't made those choices, yeah. I've seen the looks on those families' faces before. When they have to make those choices for you and they don't know, yeah. you could destroy them. Like, Got people it. don't get over that sometimes. Okay. People that makes don't sense. get over that. So, <laughs> I always tell people you grab a bottle of wine, you have an advanced directive party with your whole family, get it out of the way, get it over with. And let's all move on. Well, you know I love a party. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Deep breath. Uh, yeah, let's go Look, you've done the hard parts. That's it. Those were the three sections to make those hard choices on. Now it just talks more about, like, you as a person. Now here's those things where, like, God damn it, get me drunk. Put the alcohol Aww. in my IV. I hope that's not what I'm going to put in. No. What's most important? No, but I'm saying, <laughs> now we get more to, like, who am uh, I as a person? Yeah. So I'm unconscious and I'm in your hospital. What do I want you to know about me? What's yeah. important? Do not bring the harpist in. I don't want a harpist in here, but I want all the therapy dogs, right? I was just going to say, I want yeah, every I fucking service I animal. <laughs> I want their face on my face. Yeah. And this is the sort of thing you could put in here. Okay. So okay. it's like, what should you... I'm trying to read upside down. I can't. Oh, sorry. Um, what should you know about what is important about me in my life? So, like, for a lot of people, like, they, they'd put, like, religion, right? If they're super religious, they're totally. like, I'm totally Catholic. I want my last rites read. I want a priest to see me every day. I want communion, even if I can't swallow, right? Yeah. What's most... And for you, it's like, maybe it's, I want to be at home with my family, right? Oh, so, like, okay. I don't... So then you know, in the hospital, with life-saving treatments is not what you want, you want yeah. to be home with the people you love and comfortable. Yeah. So how to, do we get there? I want to haunt here, not, right? Not the hospital. Smart, smart. That's what. So these are those sorts. Okay, and then it's like, what do I value? What's important to me? So these are where you're trying to give the the healthcare system a better idea of who you are and what you want. So this. Those are the sorts of questions you can answer. You don't have to. You can add as much or as little as you want to okay. about all of that. Okay. Um, anything big on this one? Let's see. I do not want life-sustaining procedures. Okay, we've seen. Uh, well, that's so, cute. Just free write. So this, so this part right here that she was reading, I do not want life-sustaining procedures. And then you initial, there's a list of different things that you might be experiencing and you know that that's when you're done. You don't want them to keep going if you can't express your needs. And I'm reading these now. If you can't be free from long-term pain. If I don't know who I am anymore. Those sorts of things. So you can initial, these are like, you know what, I'd be okay if I couldn't communicate, but if I don't know who I am, I don't want you to keep oh i'm cool with tube feeding me and all of those things so then you would not initial any of those because okay. you're like i want you to keep me on life support even oh with yeah all of those if i got some level of consciousness i can live happily in my own mind <laughs> i think <laughs> and then just a blank like i said a blank open page and yeah. again you can write as much stuff as you want and attach it yeah okay you okay can. You can. Oh, we have a section for spiritual beliefs. There you go. We have one for more information. Again, like those life and value things, like they put it here. Like, again, what do we need to know about you? Okay. What, what's important to you? Okay. Um, so that last part is place of care. That was kind of talking about, like, where do you want to be? Oh, home. Yeah. 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 I'll just write home. So if possible, you, you want, you want comfort. Comfort meds and hospice, and you want to be at home. I want to be Give me super those high. Meds. <laughs> and only hospice can uh, can give you the the real, do- deal. the real deal and the dosages you need. So, oh man, we we can have a whole separate hospice <laughs> conversation later. We should talk about hospice because we get and such a bad see, rap. But it's so important because you said home right away, right? Yeah. There, I've worked with a couple families now that they're like, I do not want to die at my home. I don't oh, no. want that memory in my home. 
So that's very important for us to know that so we can figure something else out for them. Again, that's why these are important questions because people surprise you every time. Because you, you know whether you think about it or not what you do or don't want in your head, right? But someone else wants something else. Oh, no. <laughs> do we need to take a break again? <laughs> oh, my God. I think I've emotionally maxed out myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh, you guys. Okay, so really, that's it. Then it's just a bunch of signature pages. Well, thank you. So your healthcare representative <laughs> needs to sign. They need to accept the oh, position. That's good to know. So they need to sign and say, okay, I'll do it. And then you either need to get two witnesses who can literally be anybody. I walked across the street to my neighbors when I did mine. Or you can get it notarized. In Oregon, other states, you might have, you have to, to get, get it notarized. Okay. That's it. We did it. You did it. Uh, can you tell people where they can get things notarized? Because I didn't learn that until I was like 28. I don't know. Oh, you can go to like banks a oh. lot of times. Sometimes like your like your local Department of Health or your DSHS or other oh. places will have a notary. They have mobile notaries too that will come oh. to you. That feels expensive. Yeah. I think libraries sometimes have notaries. Yeah. So, anyway, just throwing that out there that it turns out uh, I would Google like notary near me because a lot of times they are not expensive and you can yeah. just go to your bank and have someone Random people it. can yeah. be notarized. Yeah. So they could be anywhere. Yes. And I can't thank people enough for taking this journey with me. I'm so <laughs> sorry. It's so emotional for me. But I am so glad that we get to share it with you guys. And But you did it! I did it. And I encourage you guys, take this journey. It's so it's such a beautiful gift to give your family and tragedy. Oh. I can't even say tragedy without like oh. I'm like <laughs> Oh, God bless me. God well, guys, I'm going to go cry and okay. take a bath and probably watch some very shitty TV Okay. to uh, to cope myself out of this. Okay. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. This is this is big kid stuff. I'm real proud of you. Yeah, I grew up today. You did! <laughs> you guys, I can't even see through the tears. You can't. The, the Annie I knew years oh. ago would have never even attempted this, though. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of you. No, this is I know this is hard, but I am yeah. so so proud of you. So proud of you. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I must bid you adieu. Okay, we're out. We're done. We love you. We'll, we'll talk to you next oh, time. Oh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye.